Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up? This is Robert Ory. Or three pointer. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. So Ory for three. Oh, unbelievable. This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Ory from It is episode number two this week. It is the shoot-around. B-Dog Brandon Harper, I'm Rob Jenner, seven-time NBA champion, Robert Ory. Uh, We touched on this on Tuesday uh, with Embiid being out uh, and him likely missing the, uh, the MVP simply on the basis of, I mean, forget the fact that uh, yeah, you're probably going to miss the rest of the season or at least a big fat chunk of it. You're not going to qualify for your minimum 65 games played, according to the new NBA rule. Uh, and you also have to play a minimum of 20 minutes for at least a game uh, to count, for a game to count. <clears throat> As such, several players have already been disqualified from potentially hosting a tr- uh, hoisting a trophy at the end of the year. Some of these people I was, I was surprised by. I think we knew about Marcus Smart. He's been hurt. He only played 20 games. Uh, LaMelo Ball, who's been playing really well, um, but his injury caused him to miss 20 straight games from the 28th to January 10th. He was immediately yeah. disqualified from any NBA awards for that. Even though he's come back, he's played really, really well. Yeah, but even on two people that you just named, they weren't in the MVP conversation anyway. Well, well no, no but... player of the year conversation yeah, either. Yeah, they were. Uh, most improved. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, Kyrie Irving. By December 30th, he'd already missed 16 games due to a foot injury. Uh, and then he missed the Mavericks' last five. He was unavailable due to a thumb injury at one point. So no matter how well Kyrie plays, he's out of the conversation. So far, out of all those guys you just named, this is the one guy I'd probably say he don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, he really no, yeah, no, he does not care. <laughs> he really he, don't. He, Kyrie, how do you feel? I don't give a shit. Uh, he doesn't care. <laughs> no, he does not care at all. Um Zach Levine, we already talked about him being out. Um, he missed 17 games from the start of the year, from uh, November 30th, January 3rd, and now mm-hmm. he's out. Good grief, almost indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bradley Beal. Trade bait. <laughs> Bradley Beal. Yeah. Uh, started his stint with the Suns on the sideline. Missed the first seven games of the season. He's missed another 17 since. Oh, fella. Man, he like, just can't get it going. There was so much hype too around that movie. Back, nose, ankle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like the operation guy. Uh-huh. Shit's just lighting up everywhere. Uh, and then we talked about Embiid missing uh, 13 games. He's probably set to miss a lot more. So with yeah. Embiid out, a uh, question I got from a bunch of different listeners, um, yeah. including Marcelo, wanted to know who who do you think will take the MVP this year with Embiid out of the conversation? I think it's going to just ball down to Jokic. Because we're gonna do this again. You know, yeah. If you really think about it, he, he probably could have won it last year. He probably should have won it last year, but Embiid yeah. should have won it the year before. Exactly. So it was kind so, of a makeup year. We talked about that. Right. But you know, because the you know, I don't know if the NBA is ready to crown a new guy like a Shea Gildress or something like that. But why not? You know, I know, but it's it's ain't that weird though? 
But if you know, on the flip side of that, if I had to give it to anybody, it'd be Jason Tatum. I, I don't you know. Really they got the best record in basketball. In the, yeah, but I don't hear him much in the conversation. I know nobody talks about him, but he's got he's got the best record in basketball, top three in scoring, top five in scoring. You know, uh, it's just, and I think sometimes winning falls by the wayside. You think about when Jordan won it, Dream won it, Barkley won it. All those guys won it. They were top three teams in the NBA. And all of a sudden, we get to a point where, you know, it's, go, it's no disrespect to Westbrook, where I think they finished like fifth or sixth that year, and he wins MVP. But he averaged a season of triple-double. Like yeah, that's that. why. Yeah. But it's, yeah. But it's like now they're like, they don't look at it. It's just, okay, who's playing well? You, If the team is winning and you're playing well, that means a lot to me. So that's why I say Jason Tatum. Well, I ain't got no problem with that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one name I bring up is Anthony Edwards. I mean, no one – I think they're no longer number one in the West. Now it's OKC by what, a game or half a game? It's got to be, yeah. Right. So, so, But the simple fact that nobody had Minnesota where they are and the fact that Anthony Edwards has taken this leap is the reason why they are with you. Now, I understand that, you know, Rudy and, and Carl Anthony Towns and those guys are doing their thing. But their emergence, make no mistake about it, is because of Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Without he doubt. is he should be getting way more yeah, MVP consideration of what he is. He doesn't get anything. He doesn't get any recognition. How yeah. much mm-hmm. of this has to do with guys playing exceptionally well while maybe the rest of the team not as much? Because uh, I think that, you know, Embiid, you know, we've talked about Tyrese Maxey. But Embiid was the focal point of of the 76ers. And with them having any kind of modicum of success, we talked about this last week, or earlier in the week, I should say, ran through Embiid, runs through Embiid. You, your mm-hmm. success is going to be based around him. Dallas, probably Luka. You know, the, right. the, the offense flows through him. Mm-hmm. How much of it has to do with that? I, I think when you boy, that, I said, a lot of people, they, they use this, this little formula now. They said if you take this guy off this team, will they be successful? You know, and that's them that have to But that's not the right guy. equation for this award, yeah. is it? No, it's not. But and, and that's what I'm trying to say is like they always say that, you know, let's take when Dream won MVP for us. He was the only fucking all-star on our team. Nobody else made all-star, but we won a championship that year. We had the best record in the league. And he 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 pretty much carried us, but it it, it it's about who's performing the best, you know, and that goes back to when Jordan should have damn near won it every year. You know, Kobe should have won it that, you know, Steve Nash second check championship. I mean, second uh, MVP. It's so many guys you can put your hand on and say they should have won it, but they haven't. It's just, it gets to, it, it boils down to the media. And what I say about that is the media goes out and they says, oh, this is the guy who's going to win MVP this year. So now he's in everybody's head and they say, oh, this is the guy who's won MVP. Think about three years ago. There's oh, this is the year Luca's going to win it. But Luca came into the season out of shape and wasn't performing. Like they switched, they switched the narrative really quick, and they went to Jokic. And so, like, and and it's almost like everybody got tired of Giannis winning it, and then they said, okay, we need someone else to so go to Jokic. And then it's like they got tired of Jokic winning. They gave it to Embiid when they should have flip flopped it and gave it to Embiid. You know, they should have been. Switched. It's a popularity contest, man. It's who's being talked about. And you just got to get yeah. the right media, the social media, to hype your guy up so when it comes time, they get talked about. I don't get that. Yeah. I just it don't is, get that. It though. is what it is. Yeah. I but, I, but I do think 
a little bit of that formula of if you take this guy off this team, I do think that plays a big part. Like if I take Anthony Edwards away from the Timberwolves, what what does that team look like? 60 from Cat every night. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, and if, what if and what numerous in a, losses? In a losing cause. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I take if no, I take you're, you have a point, right? But the, I think Rob's point was it shouldn't be the only deciding factor. Yeah, no, yeah. but, but what does, does MVP stand for? Most valuable player. If I take away the value from something, what is it worth? Yeah. You know, it's been I mean, screwy since you know Jordan Midley. Let's be honest, <laughs> he shouldn't want to done every he was in the league, but they didn't do it that way. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, and you can have other guys who, and yeah, you're right, and you can almost say the same thing about LeBron. Um, there are other guys who are valuable to their team. And, and like you said, they emerge and you see their value to this team and it was their year, you know, to win it. Um, I think the thing with Jokic, it, it's the fact that he's been able to do it for so long without any major injury. And in the way that he plays and in such a fast paced game, the way he's able to dictate the game by how he moves. Yeah. And his passing ability and his vision and the way that he was, there's nobody in the league like him. Like you would think he was, he was fit for more of the nineties type of game. It's 2024. And this man is just, Oh yeah, I'm just here. You know? Oh yeah. Here's a pass here. Here's a pass here. And let me go, let me go to my first love, which is the horses. Basketball is my side job. They just pay me well. Yeah. This man could go to the Hall of Fame with this being his side job. This man don't care nothing about no basketball. I need to go home. (laughs) He wants to go home. I I think at the end of the day, he puts that out there to cover his ass in case something happens. He loves his game. Think about how hard he plays each and every night. Think about the work he puts in. You know, so when he throw, it's like it's like the narrative when they say like uh, LeBron passed first. No, dog, you score first. Like, even though you got a lot of assists, you're just a complete player. But you, your first rule of thumb is a score. If you didn't, you wouldn't be leading the league and scoring. And so, I just think a lot of players they just put that narrative out there to change it. You know, but Luca, I mean, Jokic, uh, he loves basketball. He plays too damn hard. He knows too much about it. He's too fucking crafty. He's just a talented brother. Yeah, and I think too, it's you elevating the guys around you. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of these guys do exactly that. They elevate the guys around them. They're not just the one. And, you know, my only knock on Luca has always been he's exceptional. Yeah. But how much better does the team perform with him versus how much just does he just outperform everybody? You know, you want to make your guys better. So I think that's got to be a factor, too. But, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of conversation about that. But it's funny to watch this list of people who have been knocked out of contention for anything continue <laughs> to grow with this new rule. It's weird. Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A question came in from Marcus. I heard LeBron's advice for the younger generation the other night during the Lakers postgame after they beat the Knicks, uh, which he says, I, which I still can't believe I'm a Knicks fan. Um, <laughs> and then he wants to know what your advice for the younger players is. But I went and I pulled this. I'm going to play it. It's about a minute. So roll with it. Because I think LeBron got on a little bit of a roll here. And I want to know how much of this either you agree with or what you feel like you could add to this. So here's LeBron's advice for the younger generation. Um, learn the history of the game. Respect the ones that came before you, um, even when they do disrespect you. Um, it's okay. You know, understand that, you know, what a professional is all about. Be a pro. Um, you know, show up to work. Be ready to work. Um, if you're on time, you late. Um, put the work in. Um, the game gives back to you when you put the work in. It's, that's what the game guys do. So, you know, come to the gym. Be one of the first ones to the gym. Be one of the last ones to leave. The um, the cars and the and the, the jewelry and and all the other don't matter it means absolutely nothing and uh, I see a lot of these young kids they get so unfocused about stuff that, that is um, so material that they can they can lose their focus just worry about the game I mean you worry about the game everything take care of yourself you worry about the game you worry about your family and then worry about the game some more and be selfish too it's okay to be selfish because you have to be a little bit selfish to be able to uh, to be great that's LeBron's advice yeah for the younger generation Everything you said, I've said before. Um, Have you? Yes. Even, you know, the, the part where people don't understand about the selfish part. I've heard I've you said, say that on this show. Yeah, that's the hardest part. You know, if you want to be great, you got to put in the time. And that's selfish of you to put in the time, especially when you have kids and you have a family because you're taking time away from them. But you're so, you're so honed in to try to improve your craft and improve yourself as a player. So he's totally right. And I, when I would go to these rookie seminars, I would point out guys, I said, you know, a lot of guys, you know, in my era, they, you know, they went broke. You want to know why? Because they was trying to buy the cars, buy the houses, and, you know, tell all these people, you know, tell, you got to be able to tell all these people in your life, no. That's the hardest thing. You know, your internet, know, because, oh. am I back? Yeah, you're back. The internet, the internet, your connection told you no for a second. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, just like, no, I'm going to be selfish. And, and that's the thing when, I, when he's saying you have to be selfish if you want to improve yourself, man, because everything he said is spot on. And then you can add something to that because these players now that, you know, I, I look at so many guys. I was talking about, I, was, I had this, you know, one of Christian's friends who was visiting UCLA and his friend Roman was sitting by me. And I was, we was talking about guys. He asked me if one of these guys on UCLA should go pro. I'm like, no. I said, with the fact that NIL money is out there, you can use that NIL money to make the same amount of money you're going to make in the NBA. Because now if you go to the NBA, you're not, you're not going to be one of those top – if you're not one of those the first-round guys, don't even freaking leave. Because now you realize – I don't think people understand the G League, you ain't traveling like the NBA. You ain't in five-star hotels. You're not in you, – you don't have the amenities that these guys have. Now you got to think about this. You travel better in college than you do in the G League. And so you got to put in your mindset, is it worth me taking that chance? Especially when you can make that same amount of money in the NCAA. I don't understand how the guy's going to do it. So for me, the advice that he's given, he need to add that to, to those kids that's trying to, you know, you know, play be one and done 
and go to college. If you're not 100% sure you're going to be in the first round, stay your ass in college because you can, hey, the way the NIL money has been given and tossed around now, you can make a million dollars. You can make $500, the same amount you're going to make in the NBA. And then you forget also, this is the biggest point I told him, you forget every year there's a new crop coming in. So you think you're going to make it and you're looking at the guys ahead of you, there's some killers coming behind you trying to stab you in the back and take your spot. So a lot that goes into that. And so that's why you have to be in that gym 24-7. You got to learn the game, not be able to play the game, because there's a lot of guys out there can play the game. Shit, just turn on you know, IG and see all those guys that are doing crossovers, hitting up Jays. It's a lot of guys that can play, but you got to be able to understand the game and know your purpose and know your worth and, 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 and use that to your best ability. Yeah, I mean, listening to LeBron speak, it's, it, you know, it was like another guy that used to be in electric jersey, your former teammate, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Kobe said, I mean, Kobe not only said it, but Kobe was a, the walking epitome of everything that he just said. Yep. You know, how yeah, many times have we heard? In, last guy out. I mean, all the time. How, how many times have we heard stories from other people about Kobe, them meeting Kobe to, to work out? And when they walk into the gym, Kobe done already shot so many free throws. Kobe done already ran so many laps. Kobe done sweated before, sweated more before 5 a.m. than most people do in a day. And from offseason to Team USA to everything, that's all you heard. And so everything that LeBron said, I you 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 take care of the game, and the game gonna take care of you. Mm-hmm. Just what it is. Can I add one from an outside perspective as somebody who has never played in the NBA and won't? Oh, yeah, I ain't never um, played in the NBA either. <laughs> right, but I'm going to add one, too. I'm going to add one from the media side. Learn to talk to the media. Yeah. Just learn Just learn how to do that, whether yeah, it's understanding yeah. that you know they're, they're trying to get sound bites out of you. They're not trying to rile you up. They're not trying to personally attack you. And when you lash out, that's the shit that goes viral. That's the stuff that everyone like, wow, he's got an attitude problem. He kind of fired off at the media. Learn how to deal with the media because that's not an easy thing. And I think a lot of young kids, especially in the NBA and in, in the NFL, you see it predominantly in those two sports, the younger kids don't have that acumen for dealing with the media. And that's yeah. what gets them caught sometimes in a bind because they snap off on somebody or they say, now, look, in LeBron's defense, he always hasn't been great with dealing with the media. There's been plenty of press conference I've seen him go, okay, we're done, and when he just walks the hell out of the room. But, you know, I think that there's value in that for young kids yeah. to understand how to do that. Yeah, 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 so absolutely. So. And and I think that the older you get, especially for your local media, whatever city or what market you play in, the better that you become with the media, the more you start to understand, you start to build a relationship with certain people. And then there are certain people who you start to learn who don't necessarily have your best interests at heart right. in them. Because there are some people I gotta be who careful are around only that there one. Yep. to get a soundbite and to twist your words. And those are the people that you can look at and be like, yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't deal i can deal with these over here Mm -hmm. but i know you have a personal vendetta because i've read your work i've heard you speak i've seen the stuff that you say i'm not with that but that comes with also just like you study the game also understand at least your local media and the people who you're going to see consistently and that's how you'll know how to maneuver that but for me i always i've always tell guys go to your pr 
people and to say who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. Right. Just tell me one to avoid and be careful who I can say stuff with. And a lot of times, you know, the PR people know, like, oh, that B. Harper, he's an asshole. Don't talk to him. He's trying to get his fine. You know, he's trying to get clicks. <laughs> he works for that <laughs> damn podcast. Jenner's, he's a good guy. That's what you got to do. You know, that's yeah. what you have to do. Yeah. Um, question came in from Kenny. Doc, Thank you, Kenny. Kenny, <laughs> the Doc Rivers hiring in Milwaukee was a mistake for sure, as I see it. Is there any other coach in the NBA or really any other sport that should never get a retread ever again? I always say the next dummy to hire Urban Meyer deserves to lose. <laughs> you got a good point, though. Can you think of other coaches either in any sport that that probably don't deserve another shot or probably shouldn't get another shot? But I yep, bet you I will. One. Go ahead. Uh, I'll go to the NFL, Josh McDaniels. Um, I don't know what it is with him and, you know, obviously worked under Bill Belichick for a long period of time, but he is a guy for somehow, some reason, continues to emerge in head coaching candidate positions. Oh, After he turned down the coach job, got the coach job, said, no, I don't want it, and then went elsewhere. Like he And he fails as a head coach everywhere he goes, but continues to be a candidate. He should never have a head coaching job ever again. I'm like, I'm with the three-strike rule. If you have three jobs and you've gotten fired from three, you shouldn't have a job. Well, he done you struck know, so. out twice. <laughs> he over two at the play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> over three. <laughs> you get fired three times, man. I'm like that's that should be you know. So it's a lot of guys I could say that shouldn't you know because there are too many guys out there deserving of jobs. You know, you know, like Sam Cassell. Come on now. You know, you get, you keep recycling some of these coaches. This dude been in the league for you know twenty years, forever. Played for twenty years. You know, give give him a shot. You know, and it's just so many guys like that. I can name a bunch of. Oh, of and course. It, and it, and, it's, and it's, it's the thing that I, it always amazes me is you have this one coach. It's a great coach. And all of a sudden you think everybody that's coached under him can be good coaches. No, dog, it's a reason that that coach is good because he had a fucking good ass team. Oh, no, like, but we love and, to talk about the coaching tree. Yeah. I, that get, you know that gets our though? little media testicles tingling. Oh, coaching tree. Oh. So if I, if I ask you right now, in the last 30 years, name the top three coaches that have been in the NBA. And I guarantee you, one of those coaches you're going to name, he's only had maybe one guy out of him to get a job, and he he lost that bitch after one season, I think. Phil Jackson. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He said one guy out of him that had a head coaching job and lost that shit real quick. Who was that? Uh, I can't remember the black guy. He's coached for him. Uh, I can't think of his name. But he coached Dallas. And he was in Dallas like one season, I think, and he got fired. We, we, we it was, I can't think of his damn name. It's oh, gonna drive me crazy now. There's people screaming mm-hmm. at their, uh, at their phones right now because they yeah. know Dallas and we don't. He, he coached Dallas for a second. All right, we're gonna find out. And then you go, they think about all the people under pop, all mm-hmm. the guys who put it like, and half of them, they shouldn't have jobs because they don't know what the hell they're doing, but because of pop, they got jobs. Talk about Brian and Shaw. So, no, 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 not Brian. Uh, Shaw. Brian Shaw played for. Him. I know. Uh, there was just they're, into they're, they're crediting Bishaw as part of <laughs> part no, of Phil's uh, coaching tree, which is hysterical. Mm, uh, yeah, no, I'm here trying you go. To see. Jim Jim Clemens. Yeah, Jim Clemens. Yeah, Jim Clemens. Jim Clemens. Oh, mm-hmm. he went tw- uh, twenty-eight and seventy as the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, mm-hmm. and was fired sixteen games into his second season. 
See, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, but they're and also so counting it, like Bill Cartwright, and I'm yeah. like, why? Because he played for the Bulls yeah. when Phil was the but coach. But, that, that, but Phil, it happens that way too. So I'm like, just because someone is a head coach, the people that coach next to them or uh, under them don't make them good. No, just because your dad was a hell of a coach. Don't make you gonna be a you a good coach. You know what I mean? So it's just so many that things. That feels like a shot at Luke Walton. <laughs> Luke Walton? No, his no, dad wasn't yeah. a hell of a coach. Oh, no, yeah, no, his dad was just a hell of a player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know but, what though? I, I think when we look at like the coaching trees, I think it's a it, it's a lot more difficult in basketball than it is in football. Um, but Nick Saban has a hell of a coaching tree. Oh, and no, Bill Belichick does yeah. too. Bill Belichick but, has a monstrous coaching tree. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan has a monstrous coaching tree. I mean, Mike Shanahan, even yes. yeah, Mike Shanahan Mike, has yes. it. I think it's a lot. It's easier to detect well, because you have more like defined like roles on a, on a coaching tree in the NFL: the offensive and, coordinator, defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have specific in basketball, it's like assistant coach. Bench guy, you know, I mean, like, what, what are they, like? It's, it's the delineations are a lot harder. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It, so. it, it's a lot different because now I can actually, in, in football, I can actually draw up the like the real X's and O's and really kind of actually get creative with a lot of, you know, just a lot more things. And you, and it's, you can just, you can see that more definitively, I think, in football than you can in basketball. What are you laughing at? I'm not, I'm just laughing at myself. That there's so many things I want to say about a lot of these coaches that in the NBA. And I don't know anything shit about football, but I'm just saying that they got head coaching jobs because of certain coaches. And I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking as an organization? I said, as a player, I'm saying, okay, Mike Spolster is the only one. I said, you you fucking got a video coordinator trying to coach me? What kind of shit is this? <laughs> like, you know, like this dude don't know what the fuck. I, all right, take a ball. Let me see you shoot it. You can't fucking make if you can't make seven out of ten free throws, me. You can't fucking coach me, man. Go with that bullshit. <laughs> that, that's the qualification for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm All like right. you don't know shit about. You don't even know how to play the fucking game. You know that's not and this to me has a lot to do with my personality. Like if you think about all the really good coaches, they all played the game. And they know the game. So they understand certain situations. And the guys who can sit over there and say, well, you need to do this and this. I said, my body ain't gonna allow me to do that. Have you ever played this game? Do you know? And that's why really, really good players should never be coaches because their bodies allowed them to do things that nobody else could do. Now you're expecting them to do what you did? <laughs> hey, dude, God gave you a lot more talent than he gave me. Did so. Don't worry that way. I will tell mm-hmm. you, by the way, also that Bobby Petrino does not need to ever get another opportunity to coach a team ever again. <laughs> and I think he's a head coach somewhere right now in college. But um, no, never again. You can't do horrible, uh, terrible shit to people. And then still no, get yeah. opportunities in this world. That sucks. Uh, all right, Super Bowl tickets this year, can Rob. I say this? Oh, go ahead. I can't say one last coach that should never go, get a job. Go, man. You know who Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo. He should never get another fucking job. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a, <laughs> He's absolutely no. going to get another job. I don't think there's any doubt in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can roll with you completely. Oh no, that's personal. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's a personal vendetta. That is, that's not. That's mm. not a. That's not an opt- uh, <laughs> subjective opinion. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, all right, well, let's see. Have you rethought your, your trip to the Super Bowl? Are you still staying home? I'm still staying home. You're still staying I'm home. Still staying. Okay. I'm still staying home. Because that ticket I, I that took, was like, offered to you, man. by the way, ain't cheap. Uh-oh. How much is it? Uh, get in price right now to Super Bowl 58. By the way, this is the get in the building. 7200 bucks. That's the, that's to walk in the door. So I can't imagine a sweet level ticket. Hey, that lets you know that the Super Bowl is all corporate, baby. It's all Oh, it always corporate. is. It's not for fans. It's not for the fans. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's very few fans at the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's that's always been the case. It's always been just the, the players, Just the players, families, and friends. For for comparison, uh, you could have gotten into Game 3 of the World Series this year in Arizona for $209. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona, not a draw. Uh, you could have gotten into Game Three of the NBA Finals in Miami for two hundred and thirty-two bucks. Mm. That threw me because the Finals in Miami, yeah, two hundred and thirty-two dollars. Or you could have gotten into Game Three of the Stanley Cup Finals in Florida for two hundred and fifty-one bucks. So that's that's three championship games. You could have been in the door under three hundred dollars. But you know what makes a big difference in those? There's only one. Being played for the There's Bowl. only one Super Bowl. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And all these others are, yeah, seven games, best of best sevens. Of seven. Every one of them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'll tell you what, man, it shows the power of the NFL. Yeah. $7,200 to walk in the door in Vegas. But, of course, it's Vegas. So it's, it's going to be a, an absolute shit show. Uh, and then, finally, a question from Joe. We'll close it out here with the shoot-around this week. By the way, if you ever have a question for the shoot-around, at mm-hmm. Bob Pod. Uh, pretty much everywhere you can find us. We're Big Shot Bob Pod at Gmail. Uh, send that stuff in, man. We'll we'll get to it. Please tell me you saw Kentucky's Aaron Bradshaw kiss that Tennessee player in the middle of their fight. No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, uh, they were they were nose to nose, shouting at each other, and Bradshaw from Kentucky. I mean, they were they were right here. Shouting, shouting, shouting. And this man leans in and kisses him in the middle of that fight. And oh, I thought I thought they were gonna I thought everything was gonna come unraveled after that. I gotta look that up now. It is hysterical. But Joe wanted to know what's the weirdest flex someone's ever pulled on you during a fight. I've never I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. Don't you don't fight. Mm-mm. You don't fight at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But it ain't work. I'm too pretty to get hit in the face and mess this up, man. So I'm not. <laughs> okay. Now you know what though. Plenty of guys have tried to kiss Rob in the middle of a fight. That's all we're saying. I I, I I haven't I haven't gotten any fights. Got into a couple, you know, grabbing and pushing matches, but no no actual fights. So. Yeah, that's a weird flex though. I'm gonna kiss Kentucky, you. Was it a Kentucky player that kissed? It him? was. His kid's mm-hmm. name is Aaron Bradshaw. Um, 
Google it real fast here while we're still recording. You want to see your reaction to it. It's just so odd. And it's like, I guess by doing that, you're trying to get this guy to swing on you. Like, that's that's got to be the only motive for that, is to just have this guy just just start throwing hands and get bounced. That's funny. You see? I, you know, here's the crazy part. I used to, um, I've, I've gotten tossed out of one game in college, and it was against Kentucky. I got... Kentucky Who, always used kiss? to rob. I, I always <laughs> used to rob me up. You used to. Did you? Kentucky used to rile you. I don't. Up. I don't. Yeah, because. Um, what, what, are you watching? Oh, he's watching. <laughs> what are you? Sorry. He's watching it. But yeah, man. Um, um, Rick Pitino used to always get um, my, uh, one of their players to like cheap shot me because he knew I would like I would retaliate. Cause you know, if you hit me once, I'm gonna hit you five times. That's how I used to be. And so we were playing a game, and I went up for a rebound, and you know, you tip it once, he fell, he grabbed my leg and pulled me as I jumped. I jumped, I re- I reached down, hit him with a two piece real quick, <laughs> pop pop. Oh, and it was like all hell broke loose, and <laughs> so and it was the Royal Rumble all of a sudden. Yeah, and then I got I got tossed out of that game. Then the next season. Uh, I got tossed again because the guy elbowed me, and <laughs> I, next play down, I try to knock his head off. <laughs> oh, Reggie Hanson, you know me and Reggie talk. We laugh. We 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 ran into each other. We laughed about it. So, but it's just one of those things. Kentucky knew they get me out. If you hit me, I'm gonna retaliate and you get me out the game. <laughs> so I was gone. Hey, like you talk about MVPs not being on the team. <laughs> Oh, if man. I was going, Bama wasn't going to win without me. <laughs> without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.